bitch. No. Doyle rules. This is Hubie Halloween spoilers. This is spoilers. <laughs> uh, Doyle, I got a feeling something bad's gonna happen to your whole family. <laughs> Some of I them had, survived. I had two. I had O'Doyle rules, and I had Mama says that if you're mean to Hubie, she's gonna burn you alive. And uh, <laughs> O'Doyle rules. But hey, everybody, this is Pappy recording from. Uh, Nice warm fall day it was today in Louisville, Colorado. Here to talk about the latest Adam Sandler Netflix collaboration, uh, Hubie Halloween. We don't have a big boat tonight. We have a nice uh, little, I guess, canoe for you. Uh, but joining me, we'll go east to east. Uh, guys, why don't you introduce yourselves and say, what are your Halloween plans for this year, along with where you're recording from? We're more than just boats. Always compared to some sort of schooner at the beginning of the show. I don't know why. Yeah, so, I don't uh, know why either. <laughs> um, I don't know, Kylo. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Corey, Kylo Ren memes, recording out of Simi Valley, California. I, I got nothing, man. I'm not doing anything specific on Halloween. I do have to get a podcast episode out by that day for Big Dumb Movie. What so, podcast? Uh, can, you, can you reveal that? Or? Yeah, that, that one's going to be House on Haunted Hill. The 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill. So, just doing that. What's the status of the Steve Pappy debate? Because he didn't want to do. Uh, Will is Will Smith a good actor? We can just lift the curtain on that. That is not going to be the debate topic. <laughs> uh, we're kicking around some ideas. I think we're waiting on you at this point. I sent you something. I'm not sure if you <laughs> balls in my court. Okay, well. I thought Steve was ducking me. Um, okay, I'll, I'll look at that, and we'll, we'll try and get that back online. But a guy who loves to debate the value of Adam Sandler, Josh, I think we've done a few of his movies now, but what are your plans for Halloween this year, and where are you recording from? He is an, an enigma, but this is Josh from Goshen, Indiana. Elkhart's not doing so well. Elkhart, Indiana's not doing so well, this county, with um, the COVIDs. So we're probably not even going to trick-or-treat with our kids, which is pretty sad. Just quarantining it up over here. We'll buy a candy. We'll eat the candy. We'll get into maybe demographics of this movie later, but I don't think I'll be showing my little daughters this movie. I I don't know who I would show it to. <laughs> <laughs> we could maybe talk about that, but... Um, I think we should. I, I at least... Jo- I think I liked your second spoiler better, Pappy, what you're going to say. Either way, I like how you went for the references right off the bat, because this movie pulled no punches about being like in that universe or something in that happy madison universe specifically i think Corey and i were talking i don't know if you were there for that or not josh we were just like this movie is what it is it's the most this is an adam sandler Netflix movie, and I don't know. We can get we can get to it right now, Kylo. Who who do you think the target demographic for is for Hubie Halloween? Like it's pretty inoffensive. I thought. Is it a would you call it a family movie? Is it? It's not really an adult movie. I don't think it's rated anything because it's on Netflix. Honestly, I think this movie is for a very small range of people, ten to thirteen year olds. That's. <laughs> I think that's who it works for. It's so fucking stupid, man. It is so fucking stupid. This movie sucks. 
Corey, come on, bro. You have like no heart into this at all? No skin in the game? None. <laughs> but this movie, it's it's got it gets a lot of attention. Like, cause we, Josh, I think you were you the one who sent the trailer to the group, and it's like as soon as we know Adam Sandler's making a movie, we're instantly drawn to it. Do you think is it kind of one of those things where we're rooting for it to be so bad it's good? Like we're hoping for a train wreck? Yeah, and I think in this situation it's even more so because he's coming fresh off of one of our favorites, Uncut Gems. We actually use Uncut Gems as a slang term for like a lot of different things on the show. But oh yeah, um, <laughs> I think coming off that and him not getting was he even nominated for any major awards. I think he was salty and basically mm. said, "Like, hey, I'm going to make a bad movie on purpose, and you're going to like it," sort of thing. I think. <laughs> Well, it. we haven't even spoiled Uncut Gems yet, but as soon as we saw like the preview for this, it's like, oh, this could be a really big train wreck. It sounds like something for spoilers is on the case for something like this. But you guys seemed legitimately excited. Some of you did, and some of them that aren't here to defend themselves seemed legitimately excited. Listen, you can aim that energy at me, and I will try to speak for that camp throughout this pod as we go. Okay. All right. Well. It's the ridiculousness is what you're hoping for, and I've talked about this in, in movies that are so bad it's good. That like one of the core principles is that the main character has a funny accent. I we're gonna play a little clip of Hubie Dubois speaking. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Father Dave, okay. my childhood friend Richie Hartman, oh. is that Officer Steve, yeah. and the one and only Mr. Walter Lamb. But. Kylo, I guess <laughs> I'm trying to say this in the, the least offensive way possible, but I, I, this is probably going to be offensive. I would characterize his accent as low IQ. Well, how would you like describe it? He's definitely mentally challenged. Uh, he has. <laughs> that makes some... this terrible, then, though. If the conceit is that, then this is like. Or, I mean, not like just like not funny. This is like offensive and terrible if he's. I don't know. I'm not laughing at him, tell you that. <laughs> this is one part of the movie I don't really have a defense of. It's so his accent is so bad. What I will say is that maybe about halfway through you get used to it and you're probably going to put on subtitles a little earlier than that if you don't already have them on. Wow, but, nailed it. <laughs> but I did get used to it, but it's it's bad. I don't understand the choice. They're in Massachusetts, right? So like doesn't seem like he's drawing off anything from Boston or anything. It's just slurry. I can't believe you, Josh. I mean, we talk about we talked about on Hereditary the genre bias and how Tony Collette doesn't get nominated. Why is Tom Hanks allowed to don a Forrest Gumpy accent and Adam Sandler is not? <laughs> I think he's allowed to. It just sounds terrible. It's hard to listen to and hard to understand. <laughs> Nothing else in the movie. Well, can I describe his character maybe a little bit? Please. Please. So he's yeah. constantly riding his bike through town with like a helmet, which is great for safety. He's all about safety. He's even got the little rear view mirror window thing. And he's always dodging things. And it's not very funny in the moment, but I think they played on it so much. It's going to be something you remember from this movie. But everything from like tomatoes at first to like flaming arrows and like trombones by the end of the movie 
and he's a hated figure in town because everyone likes to make fun of and scare this guy. And does that kind of play into what you're saying with his at quote accent? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, he's like obsessed with Halloween, but he's also one of the most like terrified people in Witchtown, USA, Salem, Massachusetts. Like even like there's a part where like, he's speaking to a class about safe, like Halloween safety tips. And one of the children raises their hand and like he calls on the child and the child asks her question. And then he gets scared of the child. Like after they've spoken, like it's so, I don't know. Like, I don't know like what we're supposed to take away from that. But Corey, you mentioned that it's a, uh, or we talked about that. It's a, a happy Madison crew production. And there's a number of red herrings and mysteries the movie opens with a, an escaped mental asylum patient that's kind of what what frames everything but were there any side characters that stuck out to you we can take the pod in any direction or i could like point you in, in a character but did, did any of the residents of salem mass uh uh stick out to you well you talked about the intro and the first person we see is like a a cameo callback character from happy gilmore it's Ben Stiller as like the orderly right. guy that harasses his grandma. Mm. I kind of perked up when I saw that. I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at all in this movie. But I <laughs> I was hopeful. For for a split second, I was hopeful. Um, but I mean, even a character as like useless and random as that is just like wasted because I, it doesn't work for like the way he is in Happy Gilmore to the way he is in this. He's just like is there for a scare, and he's like, that guy's not supposed to be one upped. Like that's why they cut that scene out of Happy Gilmore where Happy beats him up. I don't know. It's stupid. There's a lot of his friends in this movie. Obviously, Kevin James, it's, uh, R- Rob Schneider, who is like the revealed character, the escaped guy from the uh, mental institution. Well, I had what? mentioned earlier in the pod to Pap, like, hey, they're making like overt references to this being in Happy Madison Universe. And I think that is something because I don't think they've done that so far in any of the films, have they? Like, does it make it even well, more Well, the You Can zany? Do It guy shows up a lot, you know, Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a couple of small others, I think. Well, like, mm-hmm. the o- O'Doyles live here. Um, they have That's like. That's pretty lame. There's many like straight references. I think like the piss sheets are just straight from the water boy, basically. I mean, um, he's kind of like the water boy guy in yes. a way. Mm-hmm. That's why I should have gone with the second spoiler, like the mama says one, because I get kind of like the same vibes from from that character. I don't know, like Josh, do you like that though? Like the the same troop of people? Is that enough? Because like I mean, like every. Everyone does it, right? From Christopher Nolan to Scorsese to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, this is exactly like Adam that. Sandler has like the <laughs> same like crew. Is that enough for you? That it's just the same squad. Mm, just I don't know if you can see this on the pod, but I'm just eating it up over here with a spoon. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> no, I mean it's like you said at the beginning. I guess it is what it is. I I think. I hate it in general for Adam Sandler movies, but this being a Halloween movie and starting off with Hal L. Ben Stiller's character from um, Happy Gilmore really just put me in the mood to be like playful or something with this movie. Unlike Sandy Wexler, which was filled with like 
maybe similar references and even more cameos. I like hated that. But something about this being <laughs> Halloween and spooky spoilers, I, I don't know. Maybe I was just in the mood for it, guys. Same director, by the way. Yeah, you can tell. Makes a lot of sense. I mentioned Scorsese. Ray Liotta plays the antagonist. He His dad recently passed. I guess like the semi... Uh, Hubie has many antagonists. and Everyone calls him Pubie, by the way. But Ray Liotta picks on... Uh, Hubie quite a bit. I forget, does he get like a comeuppance at the end of the movie? What ends up happening with... Well, he almost gets burned alive, so yeah. he almost made it. <laughs> he's one of the ones who picks on him. He admits there. that he's... He he admits that he's the dumb-dumb at the end. And he faked being dyslexic so people wouldn't know that he's actually just dumb. I was diagnosed with dyslexia in the eighth grade. I faked it for the doctors. But I'm really just dumb there's also that weird scene where he's like hitting on that like teacher f- from earlier in the movie you know what i'm yeah. talking about i come out of like the the horror house and he's like hitting on her and he's like using the fact that his dad just died to hit on her and i'm like i was like really confused like do they know each other and it turns out he like, just met her and was hitting on her it's very very strange i don't know uh spoilers favorite i think this might be sneaky Six movie club for Steve Buscemi, Corey. What do you think about him in this movie? What's what's he up to? Well, he is not a werewolf, although the movie leads us and our main character to believe that he is. He's like the friendly new neighbor to Adam Sandler's character. Uh, There's something off about him, and he gives clues to that right away. Adam Sandler like bumps into a couple times. There's like this big mystery going on on Halloween, like. They say there's a killer, but no one dies, so there's not a killer. Uh, Some people kind of go missing throughout, and it's suspected at one point that Steve Buscemi's character is a werewolf, and he's taking these people. Um, I I mean, he was fine. He wasn't funny. Pappy. (laughs) Yeah. Can you... If there's one part of the movie you had to have enjoyed, it's Steve Buscemi playing a guy who's method acting a werewolf in real life. I love Steve Buscemi. I love Steve Buscemi in pretty much everything that he's in. I, I thought his uh, body hair, uh, like makeup, prosthetic stuff was hilarious. He's a very hairy character, which makes you think that he's a werewolf, but he's just like a another person with special needs who we're supposed to laugh at oh in the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, There's quite a few of those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like uh, Corey, you mentioned like there's a mystery going on, like – from the perspective of Hubie, there's not really a conflict in the movie until we get to the 45-minute mark of this 100-minute movie. Which is <laughs> was when that how long it was? Was it? <laughs> we see that, and it's almost like that's why they have to show the person escaping from the mental institution at the beginning. Because without that, it's just Hubie wandering around Salem on Halloween. Like there's there's really nothing going on, and there's this kid. Karen Barr, I guess he's like a Disney Channel star, and he's like an altar boy, and he's kind of like Ray Liotta's, like, they somehow always end up together and are, like, teaming up to pick on Hubie, but at the 45-minute mark, he goes missing, and then Josh, I don't know, like, what? what's, like, the main mystery, kind of, that Corey alluded to? What, what starts to happen? Well, they do start calling Hubie, like, Scooby Hubie, Scooby Hubie, or something like that, because he's trying to solve the case. And we haven't even talked about Kevin James yet. 
He yeah. is the cop of the small town, and he's so anno- he's so annoyed by Adam Sandler that he gives him a fake position on the po- on the force that's so undercover. Like he's basically telling him he's Leonardo DiCaprio from The Departed. Like we won't acknowledge you. You can never talk to us unless extreme circumstances. Now get out of here. So Adam Sandler is trying to find people that keep getting dragged away and i don't know there's only four in the movie so i'll just name them it's ray liotta's character mm-hmm. um what's the boy character's name that you just named i just know his real name is karen Barr. i don't know his yeah character's name and he kind of has a chip all these people have a chip on their shoulder for some reason we'll find out at the end against our main character but then it's also um maya rudolph mm-hmm. and um Oh, Tim, Meadows. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah, of course. Really, those four go beyond a cameo. They're like the main antagonist you sort of discover by the end. I don't know. Does that do it justice? There's not. Well, there's nothing really. People just like <laughs> get pulled away. It's amazing that this movie is a hundred minutes. Like, there's not a lot happening other than like those four picking on Hubie. Like, there's extended kind of like prank sequences on Hubie. I'm thinking of like at his work at, at one point they, they run a big prank on him. Um the drive in stuff. Yeah, the drive in like too they long. Try to they try to run him down with a car, which is just like so like mean spirited. Like I don't even know like where the joke is. There's it I did laugh at like Tim Meadows like wanting to have sex with his wife Maya Rudolph and her just like constantly shutting him down. Like I don't know. There was a, a couple of funny like play on words there, but a, a weird Speaking of sex, a weird like dynamic is that Kevin James is Hubie's love interest ex husband, uh, Violet Valentine. Uh, it's what's the actress's name? She's from Modern Family, Julie Bowen. Um, Kyla, what do you think about the love story in here? Because I think this is one of like the worst parts. She's also the movie. love interest in Happy Gilmore. That's Virginia yeah. Bennett. Good call, but. Uh, the love story makes no sense. For some reason, she likes this fucking weirdo and everyone else, like literally everyone else hates him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she likes him. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe she just feels bad for him. It's not really one of the stronger parts of the movie, especially for a movie that doesn't have a whole lot of strong parts where things just happen one thing after another. Kiwi getting picked on for fucking 45 minutes however long you said it was before we start to get into what's actually going on whole lot of nothing there's whole a lot thread of donors there's a thread <laughs> i what, think she, she thinks okay she's nice they the have established in the movie that he's some sort of like superman always dodging stuff always catching things sliding and <sighs> saving a cat and she's yeah. been seeing this since first grade and i mean i think it's a zany, weird thread, but it's something, right? It's, but like, there's a weird, like, I don't want to say fetishization. I'm not trying to, like, like use super loaded language, like, and then I think it's, like, bad or anything, but, like, he's obsessed with her from, like, the, these, are, these are, like, 50-year-old adults. He's still, like, obsessed with, like, the high school image of her you know what i mean like he's obsessed with the fact that she was like the prettiest most popular and nicest or something and then like I, like the only thing that she likes about him 
And I think she mentions this to her foster children is that he's nice. Like in Salem, Massachusetts, he's like a nice person. And that's like the basis of wanting to start a family with him, I guess. Good enough. Andy's a stud. Andy's and, a stud. And handsome, she says later. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, Josh. We talked about it's uh, how Michael I'm Jordan... I'm just being ain't... devil's advocate. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Because this, this question is right up your alley. We talked about how Michael Jordan ain't Shaq on the last dance episode. But Shaq don't sound like, ain't shout, sounding like Shaq in this movie. Uh, what do you think about his cameo, uh, the radio, radio guy? I'm going to take a line from Stevie and just say that this was hard to watch. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> Do, do a Stevie impression, please. Hard well, there, to watch. Hard to watch. This is the way I see it. <laughs> the way I see it is. I think Shaq overacting and his like wife and doing that, like, uh, what's the Disney movie with the two dogs uh, and they kiss with the noodle in their mouth or whatever? Lady, Lady and the Tramp. Lady, they Lady and the Tramp on the radio booth. I don't know. Listen, I was starting this pod <laughs> pumped and I feel like you guys have flattened me. I, no. <laughs> it's so bad. I didn't like it because it just, I don't, the joke just kind of made me uncomfortable and I can't really even explain why. Corey, you're a Los Angeles resident uh basically i'm sure you i think you said you like the lakers did you like to see your boy Shaq in there did that did that at least make you smile well looks like i have company so we're gonna take a word from our scary sponsors hubie dubois hey i recognize that voice anywhere you look exactly how i pictured you to be honest with you you uh don't like the way I was picturing you. Yeah, big diesel, baby. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Shaq in a movie is not a good sign. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Can't think of any good ones he's been in. Kazam. I don't know. Steel. Shazam uh, with Sinbad. But, no, uh... let's not get into that. <laughs> He's integral, though, because he reveals the whole like, crux of the movie. I talked about it in my alternate spoiler, my spoiler on the bench. But, Corey, what is the reveal of the movie? The mystery that was set up a mere 45 minutes ago is now being solved. <laughs> Who's causing all this chaos in Salem on Halloween night? Well, it is Hubie's mom who wears stupid thrift store T-shirts. <laughs> Boner donor. She is like abducting or like, I don't, she's planning to murder anyone that fucks with Huey today. She's like, all right, <laughs> had enough. You fuck with this kid. I will burn you alive. God damn it. So we find out that's the reveal. She's the one. Obviously, you know, she's, she's thwarted before she actually kills anyone. It's not that kind of movie. Uh, she does get away with it, though. The plot to get from mystery to her is the worst part of the movie to me. It goes from the townspeople thinking that it might be Hubie himself to him like crawling through the woods up to a radio station to him finding out that Virginia Bennett or whatever her name is in this movie loves him to them suspecting that she's the killer to then finding out there's a cell phone in his mom's house. Like, did you follow the train of events there at all? Not remotely. (laughs) I was a little checked out. Yeah, I mean, 
The movie is very long. It's not. It's it's only a hundred minutes. <laughs> but I I thought they were gonna do it again at Hubie's house when he saw his mom and the cell phone is right next to her and she's looking creepy. He looks outside and we find out like the victims are outside. But I thought there was gonna be someone else and it was gonna be them actually. I'm glad they didn't do it again at least. <laughs> the whole narrative flow so many times. I'm just totally lost in like i said like the whole beginning it's just hubie showing up at different places like all of a sudden he's at a party where his like would-be girlfriend's foster kids are and it, it, it's just like it doesn't matter how he got there it doesn't matter why he's there he's just there to fuck shit up basically for like no reason <laughs> i don't i'm here to fuck shit up yeah that's what adam sandler does but that's pretty much the movie like we said the, the big reveal is that the mom does it uh did you i don't know do you guys have any other notes on the ending here i had a couple other things i wanted to talk about but just on the grandma Corey yeah. note mentioned the boner joke and like they have this huge bit that goes throughout almost the whole movie where oh haha he's calling things that are mistakes boners boners that is actually something people call mistakes yeah that's actually a word for that so the whole premise of the joke is just untrue <laughs> that's bad that was a bad one for me also one of the stupidest jokes that I, obviously was supposed to be funny because it was a joke in the movie is when he like takes a puff of his inhaler and like someone's talking to him and every few seconds he like exhales some of it illuminate me AUU stands for auxiliary undercover unit <laughs> uh. <laughs> Now, before you get too excited, let me, let me tell you what it entails, okay? First off, there's no salary. There's no badge. We can't acknowledge you officially in any way whatsoever. And, and, and the most important thing is you can never be seen talking to me or any other officer in this place. I did not get what the fuck that even means. Like, what, what is funny about that? I was having a hard time looking at the screen at that point. Point. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who was pumped to podcast on this coming in i thought you were gonna love it uh i do have a question for you though josh uh social social joshness warrior uh i thought one thing i will give this movie credit for is that i thought it had a very diverse cast but in like a very subtle way you know what i mean like a lot of times like I don't know. I always come back to that shot in like the second an end game where it's like the all girls end game squad or something. But I don't know. I really appreciated that. Like this has a cast of people who look a lot of different ways, like apart from like Adam Sandler's squad, uh, like all of the kids are very diverse. Did you, did you appreciate that? I guess. And I think that should be the norm. I think the yeah. more interesting question for quote social justice it's about what you were saying earlier, though. Like Adam Sandler in some of these movies plays a fine line between being a person with quirks who's strange and being a person who has genuine uh, mental deficiencies, I guess. You're supposed to be able to laugh with and out at him at times, but in this movie, like, it's pretty clear there's like mental patients that just came from like an institute and 
that's kind of like a throwback to something that would be funny in like the 80s or something, right? To like, haha, look how crazy the crazy people are. That would be like an 80s movie thing, yeah. It, <laughs> now that you mention it. Reminds me of Good Burger or something. I don't know. I mean, like a big, <laughs> one of the main jokes, like if, if you look at a pie chart of like, what are the jokes in this? Like at least a third of it are Hubie Dubois is stupid. Right? Or scared, like, scared of something dumb. Scared or stupid, and like I don't know. You said it's a fine line. I don't. In good conscience, do you think that a person who who is just has corks wouldn't know what a boner is by the time they're in their fifties, or like without something else going on? Like, is that even a plausible character? <laughs> That's a very good question, Pappy. I'll just let that float. <laughs> is a thermos funny, Josh? Yeah, I <laughs> I liked his thermos. Yeah. It reminded me of the bong and cabin in the woods. It's like, yeah, yeah let's, let's have more <laughs> uh portable beverage containers that are uh Batman like accessories. You didn't like it, Corey? Corey, it's like the bat the the grappling hook in Jay and Silent Bob, man. Where does he get these wonderful toys? <laughs> yeah. That's literally all that I had uh, for the movie. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? A uh, quick note. This just continues a line of double V characters that star opposite him in a romantic way for Adam Sandler in his movies. So Julie Bowen plays Virginia Bennett and Happy Gilmore and Violet Valentine in this. There's also Veronica Vaughn. It's played by Bridget Wilson- Sampras. So hot. <laughs> Vicky Valancourt, who's Fruzy Balk. I think that's how you say her name, but she's from Waterboy. And then Winona isn't a double V, which is very feminine, by the way, I noticed, like over the top. So, but she's Babe Bennett in Mr. Deeds. There's, there might be more too, but those are the ones I found with some quick research. Man, that Veronica Vaughn is one piece <laughs> of ace. <laughs> so hot. Listen, we were 10 or 13 when we thought that was funny, Corey. I think what you said at the beginning of the pod tracks. <laughs> I'm referencing my own podcast, House on Haunted Hill, coming soon. Check it out, Big Dumb Movie. Well, Corey, with that, look for Big Dumb Movie podcast. But the podcast that you're on today, the spoilers episode of Hubie Halloween, what do you give on our rating system, yes or no? Believe it or not, guys, I'm actually going to give this a hard fucking no. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe it. (laughs) Uh, This is one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Wow. I don't watch movies like this, and there's a good reason for it. I don't like movies like this. I don't like modern comedies. I don't like um, maybe all recent Adam Sandler movies with the exception of the good one that he did. You know which one I'm talking about. (sighs) just doesn't work man it's not funny like so and i get too caught up when i'm watching it and like in my own head i start thinking like how do people find this funny do people find this funny <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it it creates a little internal existential crisis for me to watch any kind of comedy really but uh, no horror. it ain't fucking good this guy the director stephen brill also directed heavyweights which hurts my heart but it's a hard no I could not have seen that coming. I'll go next. Uh, I don't paint as broadly with a brush as Kylo. I think that there are good modern comedies. Um, You know, it's like 
I, but I think Kyle, you said this about horror and I, th- I actually do feel the same way about like musicals, actually a lot of like specific genres, like horror, comedies, musicals, most of them do suck, but the good ones are like really particularly great, especially to break out of that mold. This is not one of the great ones. It's a soft, no, but it's not, I wasn't like offended watching it. I wasn't bored watching it. It's very watchable. It went by pretty quickly. A couple of things did make me laugh. I was pretty bored by most of it. Like I said, most of the joke is that this this guy's stupid. I don't I don't feel as an audience member I'm obligated to sit back and eat the shit sandwich that Adam Sandler just keeps serving me over and over and over again, like from <laughs> Netflix. And just like, oh, this is so yummy. Thank you, Mr. Sandler. Can I have another one in a few months? Here's your check for another like million dollars like i don't i don't know like uncut gems is great this is just him printing money um i i think that like to the 10 to 13 year old audience this is probably like prime fucking time like if you're like an uncle or you have a kid that age or something and you want to show them like you know a new silly slightly edgy comedy i guess this might be interesting but for me there's no use for something like there's so many better movies you could be watching with your time soft. No, uh, shout out to Dan Patrick. Who's in the movie though. That was, that was pretty cool. But last but not least, Josh from Goshen. Uh, what do you give, uh, Hubie Halloween? Okay. Well, first of all, I, it makes me feel not very good inside when Corey's in this kind of mood. I don't like it. I like happy, good <laughs> wa- like movie it. watching Corey. <laughs> I like angry Kylo. <laughs> Force rage. <laughs> There's a little bit of lore in this movie that we didn't talk about. Like Adam Sandler, in addition to everything else we've said, is also like the great, great, great grandson of the Salem witch trials people or something. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Keep it going. I, th- I think this movie would be probably pretty fun to have on at a party, like a Halloween party, <laughs> which none of us will probably be having two big ones this year. But uh, just something that you could maybe walk into the room and also have control of whenever you walk out of it as well. <laughs> so, be- oh gosh. Mm, yeah, I guess it's just a no, guys. <laughs> I thought maybe I'd be able to think of something on the fly, like a third good thing about it. Uh, I will say the nostalgia got me a little bit, all the callbacks from the comedies of our childhood. I was just like hyper aware of them, and it made the movie kind of fun. But honestly, if it weren't for that gaping plot hole of like who the killer is, I would try to give this movie a yes, but like it. It really just falls apart, and I never want to see Shaq eating something like Cookie Monster ever again. And we all need that special someone, right, baby? Yes, we do all. Dig in. Yeah, let's not do that. What was it's Pat? Was that spoiled? Kylo, do you remember? Did someone give that a yes? I don't think anyone gave that a yes, but I got a few yeses for the podcast itself, which I'll take. See, I feel like there are movies that have gotten like one yes that are way worse than Hubie Halloween, but... Cats got three yeses. 
<sighs> what movies do you contend are worse than this? Higher was worse. Um, Ouch. The Star Wars Holiday Special was worse. Oh, God. Okay. For sure. <laughs> wow, it's really bottom of the barrel, though, that I had to go there. Um, what about that Los... What's it called? Los, Los Enchiladas. Oh, that was way worse. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein, though. Like drivel cameos. <laughs> Dri- drivel. <laughs> What's not drivel, though, is what we have coming down the pipe. Stephen King, The Mist podcast, coming out this week, a fan request. Uh, so check that out, hosted by Money, Mikey Tor. We also have uh, probably two more episodes, right, Josh, on Lovecraft? country we got to figure that out um but we'll do yeah we've been good good i was gonna say yeah i think what our plan is to do an episode on eight and nine and then we'll do one episode just to ten and kind of a recap of the season so probably this week and then um yeah keep the spores spooky spores train uh keeps going on uh anything else kylo do you what's coming out for big dumb movie what should people look at over there if they can't get enough of uh kylo red memes <laughs> casper uh, 1995 Casper movie, Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci. That was a good time. And uh, like I mentioned before, House on Haunted Hill. Interesting movie, that one. Uh, yeah, wait till you hear the pod. Check those out. We might be launching a Patreon starting in uh, 2021, so look out for that. More details coming soon. Thank you for listening. That was Spooky Sandler Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler Man here. Now you can check us out on Spotify. Hey, Yumi! You're the man! Thanks. I learned it all from my mother, who's right behind you. (gasps) Got you, old oil! (laughs) Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween to all! And to all a good fright! That was spoilers.